0: Hello, my friend, welcome back to the club. How are you today? Since we were just talking about toxins last week with Jen Stevens, and because I have a new detox group starting in January doing the four-month CellCore foundational protocol, and because we're headed into flu season and COVID still of concern, I wanted to continue this discussion on toxins a little further and tell you how they negatively impact our terrain. So first, we're going to have to kind of have an introduction to terrain. There has been this ongoing debate of sorts in the health world about germ theory versus terrain theory. Germ theory focuses on the germ, and germs can include bacteria, viruses, parasites, and fungi, whereas terrain theory focuses on the inner environment within the body. Germ theory is the currently accepted scientific theory for many diseases, and it's one the one that most of us grew up with and are familiar with. We've been warned against germs our whole life. We've been taught that these germs, these microbes, they're out there, they're coming at us, they make us sick, we can pass them to each other and make each other sick, and that we need to treat them with medications and vaccines. That is the model that most of us know, whereas terrain theory... focuses on the fact that microorganisms, these bacteria, virus, parasites, and fungi, are all around us. We're constantly exposed to them because they are a natural part of our world, of our environment, both our outer environment and our inner environment, the one in our body. And it's this terrain within our body that really determines how these microbes affect us. So, terrain theory focuses less on germs as the cause of disease and more on our body's reaction to them and how our terrain, our inner environment, determines how susceptible we are to illness and what illness will come from those germs. It's terrain theory that helps us understand why people who are exposed to the same germ don't necessarily have the same reaction and don't get sick. You know, it's not a given that you're going to be exposed to something and get it, right? Just because the stomach bug or the flu is going around doesn't mean you are 100% destined to get it. And even if you do, your experience with it may be totally different from someone else's. You can have two people living in the same house and one will get sick and one won't. Or you can have two people in the same house who both uh, become ill and one suffers horribly, and the other breezes right through it. Then you have, you know, you have your people who catch all the things and some people who don't. There are some people who seem to catch things on repeat. And there are some people who do all the preventative things against germs, you know, mask up, use hand sanitizer, take vitamin C, get a vaccine, and they still get it. And other people who don't do any of those things and don't. So terrain theory suggests that the more we optimize our inner terrain and the more we optimize our interaction, our relationship with the microorganisms in our world, both inner and outer, the healthier and less prone to illness and disease we will be. Because the thing is, we're always going to be exposed to these microorganisms forever and ever. Amen. That's just how it is. Okay. Let's not forget that they already live inside our body they're supposed to. That is the way God made us. In fact, we have more bacterial cells in our body than we do human cells. And they're there with a purpose. They are an integral part of our physiology. God made us to live in symbiotic relationship with these microorganisms, which means they do something for us and we do something for them. We depend on each other to survive. These microorganisms use us for food and shelter, and in turn, they help us with things like brain function, cell creation, digestion, protection against disease, and more. You've probably heard of the gut microbiome. We have talked about that here. And that's where most of these microorganisms that we have in our body live. They primarily live in our large intestine and are responsible for things like aiding with development of new blood vessels, assisting with digestion, supporting bioflow, making nutrients such as vitamin K and folic acid, producing fatty acids that are necessary for uh, gut health, supporting nerve function. They play a huge role in immune function and help protect us from aggressive pathogens that would otherwise harm us. Our gut bugs help fight conditions and diseases such as colon dysfunction, irritable bowel syndrome, and obesity. And we're learning more and more about the gut microbiome and how it is intimately connected with the microbiome of other parts of our body, like the lungs, the blood, the skin, the brain, they're all interwoven and communicate with one another. And the gut microbiome impacts everything. And it's why our gut is called our second brain. Okay, and you may have even heard of this gut-brain axis, which is the relationship between the two-way biochemical signaling that takes place between the gut and the nervous system. So these microorganisms produce neurotransmitters and help control the development and function of our central nervous system. We have learned so much about our gut, about these little microbes, and we continue to learn so much. And, you know, when germ theory really gained traction in the mid-1800s due to the work of Louis Pasteur, who is well known for the idea of pasteurization, you know, they didn't have the whole picture of the immune system and the intricacies of the gut microbiome, you know, like we do now. And even now, we still don't know everything we're learning every day. But there was a scientist who lived around the same time as Pasteur, and his name was Antoine Bichamp. And he's considered the father of terrain theory, and he's the one that proposed that healthy cells and tissues are immune to germ infections, and that the focus should be on the patient and not the germ. He said, germs are nothing. Terrain is everything. Unfortunately, terrain theory was ignored by mainstream medicine, which uh, it still kind of is, and uh, the germ theory took hold, and that's what most of us know of today. But terrain theory is really the more natural, holistic approach to health and where our focus is better spent instead of trying to play whack-a-mole, you know, with the germ du jour. Instead of looking at health as a war on germs and feeling like, you know, we're helpless and, and vulnerable uh, to catching something at any time, you know, that's just such a horrible victim-y way to feel. Instead of that, we can proactively and with power, empowerment, tend to our terrain, improve that symbiotic relationship we have with these microorganisms, and significantly reduce our chances of exposure turning into illness. Because these microorganisms are a part of us and a part of our world, we're not getting rid of them. We encounter them all day, every day. And the goal is to promote and maintain a harmonious environment with them. And the thing is, when they come into our system, they want a safe and nurturing environment. Remember, as part of this symbiotic relationship, we give them a home and and food. And in turn, they do the work that benefits our body. But they don't like an unsafe, unstable home environment any more than we do. And they act up in this kind of chaotic environment much in the same way that we do as humans. And what happens is is that they can turn on us. When their living environment is disturbed, microorganisms have the ability to change. Essentially, they can what we might call shape shift, you know, like we might see in a sci-fi movie. I'm embarrassed to admit that I read all the Twilight books <laughs> years ago, but I did. And if you did or watched the movies, you have an idea of this shape-shifting concept. And so when these microorganisms do it, it's called pleomorphism, okay? And pleomorphism is defined as the ability of microorganisms to alter biological functions, morphology, and reproductive modes in response to environmental conditions. So basically, they can turn from helpful to harmful based on their environment or terrain. Your inner body can become a breeding ground for these microorganisms to become harmful and to multiply. And an unhealthy body environment is more likely to attract and be a good host for these more infectious microbes, which are looking to set up shop in a place where they can grow stronger, reproduce, and take over. This explains why the exact same flu virus may affect certain people more than others. If you're the hostess with the (laughs) mostess, when it comes to an environment for microbes to thrive in, that's where they're gonna go, okay? That's not the kind of hostess we wanna be. You don't want to be the house where all the derelicts show up, cause drama, and then poorly influence everybody else in the house, right? And the other thing is that once these microbes get in there and they turn on us and they're comfortable and they're trying to grow stronger, they get sneaky, okay? They will use tactics to evade and manipulate your immune system. So for example, there are some parasites that can change in a way that your immune cells don't recognize them. They can go incognito. And there are some that can alter their form, like changing into what's perceived as a protective cyst to evade your immune system. There's that kind of shape shifting going on. And another thing that parasites can do is kind of act like a Trojan horse and harbor other pathogens like Lyme bacteria and mold spores. And so you can't fully heal from those issues until you get rid of the pathogenic parasites. So it can become this whole big mess. And we don't want to be the hostess that encourages that kind of company, right? We want to be the gracious hostess that maintains and promotes a harmonious environment where the relationship with microorganisms is mutually beneficial. You know, we want to host the ones that we're having that mutually beneficial relationship with. They're doing something for us and we are doing something for them. So let's talk about what throws that off. It's not going to surprise you to hear that toxins are a major source of terrain disruption. Toxins change the terrain of the body by damaging tissues. And then in response, the microorganisms pleomorph into disease-causing organisms, okay? They make that shift, that change. And what we need to be more aware of and concerned about are the toxins that we're exposed to, not so much the germs that we're exposed to, which may or may not be problematic depending on the toxicity of our terrain, And I really should be differentiating between the terms toxins and toxicants because they're actually different and it would be more appropriate to use the word toxicant in the context that we're discussing it. Um, Toxins are poisons produced within living cells or organs of plants, animals, and bacteria. Toxicants are synthetic human-made toxic chemicals toxins tend to work by destroying or disrupting cell activity. Toxicants make things work differently than they normally would. And that's more of what we're talking about today. But just for the sake of relatability and recognition, I'm just going to use the umbrella term toxin, okay? But just you should know there is a difference. Okay, so let's talk about the toxins that we're being exposed to regularly that are messing up our body's environment and leaving us vulnerable to disease. Well, we hit on some of them last week in the episode um, with gin, right? Chemicals, chemicals in food, water, in our household cleaners, in skin products and plastic bottles. There is a very big list considering there are 84,000 chemicals in regular use in the United States alone at least 1,500 of which are endocrine-disrupting chemicals. We talked about that last week. There are also mold toxins that we're exposed to through inhalation or food. We're regularly exposed to the toxic effects of heavy metals through things like mercury in fish and in our dental fillings. Um, we have to think about aluminum, you know, and everything from our cosmetics to our cooking utensils, aluminum foil, um, even over-the-counter drugs like aspirin and anti can have some um, level of aluminum in them. Uh, we have to think about lead. And sadly, there's lead in children's toys, all kinds of consumer products, um, paints. That's one we're typically aware of, watching out for uh, lead paint there's arsenic to be concerned with, and that can be found in some food products like rice and poultry. Another kind of terrain changer comes from radioactive elements. Okay, for example, research has shown that there are radioactive elements in the drinking water of more than 170 million Americans. And this is problematic because of course, we're always encouraging you to drink water, right? We need water. We're mostly made of water. But when we're drinking this kind of common water and not using a filter um, to help filter out some of these chemicals, um, we're just putting this in our bodies. We can also get radioactive exposure through our Bluetooth devices, cell phones, laptops, microwaves, TVs, Wi-Fi, and other electronic devices and systems. These electromagnetic frequencies interfere with our body's own electric and energy fields. If you remember the podcast I did about the importance of electrons, that podcast was uh, the Electron Diet, and how important it is for us to pick up electrons and be in a net negative charge. Um, The thing is, these non-native electromagnetic frequencies from all these devices that we use all day, they are electron stealers they steal electrons from our body, which is all the more reason we need to pick up electrons from the earth to replenish what all of our devices are depleting. But um, they certainly disrupt our inner environment, our terrain. So these toxins and toxic effects are just really coming at us from so many angles. And like Jen and I talked about last week, it can be overwhelming to think about and think about how we avoid them. But like we said, you know, little changes add up to big differences. And so just taking one step at a time helps take that toxic burden off your body. Every little bit helps. We want to keep our buckets as low as possible, right? The way that Jen was talking about um, that the toxic bucket. We don't want it to overflow. That is when we have problems. But part of that is, is that these toxins affect the terrain of our body. And so I think in addition to um, being mindful of that and reducing that toxic load, I also think it's valuable to go in and do a deep cleaning of the body from time to time to push out those toxins that we have collected, to eradicate these microbes that have turned on us, to give our liver and our gut some TLC, to offer some extra support to the immune system, which you know has to work overtime when faced with all of these toxins. And this is, you know, kind of this cascading way that ends up um, into turning into health problems. You know, I've heard it suggested that toxins are the culprit for autoimmune conditions and not our body just turning on itself and attacking its own tissue. It's probably attacking toxins within the tissue. I mean, that resonates with me so much more because, I mean, God made our bodies so innately wise and it makes more sense to me that something worldly, like a man-made toxicant, would be the thing setting off the problem and not our body, you know, wisely created by God attacking itself. I truly and fully believe that our body is always on our side. It is always doing its best for us and it's not against us, but we got to help it. You know, we do. Um, And one of the big things that we can do is to decrease our toxic load by making changes in our diet, in the products we buy, in the things we allow into our home. But I also think we can benefit from a good detox protocol. Because if you think of it, we can take the trash out, but we still have to clean our house. Right, we got to clean that dirt that has accumulated. I wish it was as easy as just taking the trash out <laughs> to make our homes clean, but we have to wipe down surfaces and sweep up debris and wash our sheets and all of the other things. Um, otherwise, our home, our environment, our terrain in our house gets nasty and it can turn into things that make us sick. You know, one of the most powerful visuals that I've seen to illustrate the concept of germ theory versus terrain theory is the example of these two different fishbowls. So I want you to picture this two different fishbowls. One is a fishbowl with super dirty water, and the fish kind of looks limp and sick. And germ theory with that solution is to take the fish out of the germy water and give it medicine or a vaccine. Okay. Whereas terrain theory, the terrain theory approach is like, hey, let's clean the tank. <laughs> let's give the fish a clean bowl of water, right? So you've got this dirty water and then you have this um, fish bowl with clean water. And that's what we want to do. We want to clean up our environment, right? We don't want to be swimming around in this toxic water And then try and then expect, you know, that we need to take medications or vaccines when we're not cleaning up our environment or our terrain. And so that's what we want to do with our homes, essentially, you know, we want to clean the environment. Um, And so just like it feels good and rewarding to do a deep cleaning of our house from time to time, it's true of our body house as well. And so I'm, I'm going to be leading a new group through the CellCore four-month foundational protocol starting in January. The new year is a great time to clean things up and start afresh. And so if you're interested in joining the group, you can put your information on the interest list, which I will link to in the show notes. And that way I can email and let you know when the group opens and how to join and all that good stuff. If you haven't yet listened to the podcast I did about the foundational protocol, definitely do that. It's going to answer most of your initial questions. And I don't know the episode number offhand, but I will um, also link to that in the show notes. Or you can just scroll back in your um, in the podcast feed. Hopefully you are a subscriber to the podcast. And that way you have all the the record of all the um, the old episodes. And so you can scroll back and find that. Uh, But if you are seriously interested in doing it, I would take advantage of CellCore's Black Friday special, which is starting, um, well, it's this week. It starts November 21st, and they are giving 25% off everything. And y'all, that can be significant when we're talking about doing a four-month protocol because, I mean, it ain't cheap. You could buy all four steps of the foundational protocol at once with this, you know, this 25% discount, which will end up saving you, I don't know, probably about $250, which is basically like getting one of the months for free. Or you could just buy one or two of your steps, you know, and then use your Christmas money to buy the others when we get into the new year. But the sale starts on November 21st. It goes through December the 4th. But I will tell you, they usually run out of things when they do specials like this because, they very regularly do one um, with such a big discount. I think they only do it at this time of the year. But this is when everybody everywhere stocks up. And so you definitely run the risk of not getting what you want if you wait too long. So if you know you want to do it and you're going to join my group in January, I will put all of the relevant information in the show notes so that you know how to create an account. You can put your name on the interest list and that way you'll get the information Um, when the group opens, and we can, um, we can move forward. And that will be a great, great thing, a good um, cleaning of the terrain for the new year. Okay, my friends, thank you for spending time with me today. I hope it was interesting and illuminating. And I hope it gave you some new perspective about our health, um, about the way that we look at and approach Um, these microbials, um, these microorganisms in our world and how we're meant to live harmoniously with them and that we can do more of that when we are taking care when we're tending our terrain. All right, my friends, thanks for listening. I hope you have a healthy and blessed week and I will talk to you soon.